0: You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and influences. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood Read the phone. You're listening to Black
1: Hollywood Live.
0: And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next.
2: Don't
1: believe it, just Why did everybody do the same? Don't believe it.
0: right. That's the part that
2: gets me Don't believe it, just like <laughs> <everybody> Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Black Hollywood Live <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> and that's what they that, Really, that's what it is. did. <laughs> I am your host Megan Thomas, you can hit me up at Meg Scoop on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and as always, Black Hollywood Live, you can find us on YouTube, forward slash Black Hollywood Live, make sure you subscribe, because we have a ton of shows that are amazing, just as amazing as next, and where can we find you, sir, and who what? are you, what? this handsome guy next to me, what,
1: oh, hey everyone, welcome back, <laughs> <laughs> Cortez G. West, welcome back, always another awesome show, what's going on?
2: Kiki Kiki. Kiki is K-I-K-I-A-Y-E-R-S Thank you And there's a handsome gentleman next to Kiki today As always on Black Hollywood Live next we have the hottest actors, singers, musicians everywhere and this week is no exception we have the one and only actor greg daniel yeah. on the stage t- today
3: <laughs> i'm about what to throw it down right? with just i'm about to on the funk side. right you're gonna start dance. dancing <laughs> huh We can, you can, yes, can turn it back up now uh, <laughs> <this is maybe laughs> we, can, we can
2: go oh hey. Hey. Oh. oh oh get oh, it greg oh.
1: Why does not everybody dance, they they got uh, one I'm move dead. with
3: their mouth? They're like, ah. so so like mm. it goes back to you know, Prince and mm. James Brown and Peafar and I mean Parliament mm. Funkadelic. It's really? got it all up in that mix. Right, right, I can't right. help. I'm in the car, awesome. and my daughter's looking at me like damn. <laughs> I'm at a stop. Like, and that, that thing comes on and I'm like, I don't work in it. So, no, it's just a great song. I'm so glad uh, you guys played it. And oh, I'm of sure course Mars is around. Yes, I know, right? Yes.
2: So we're going to get into your life. But before we do, My Greg, life. we're going to talk about some things that's going on this week in the world. Yes. Stuff that's up and coming in music and, and casting and everything. Yes. So let's start uh, with a little bit of casting news. So, of course, Diddy is in the news yet again. But this time, it's because he's playing Hollywood on blast, and he said that Hollywood only puts one or two black people in the movies. So he had a rant on his Instagram page um, where he featured a couple of videos by the uh, Denzel Washington, Halle Berry, and their acceptance speeches uh, for Oscars, and he was saying, he you know, wake up. Mm-hmm. Because guess what, Hollywood? It's Black History Month. You guys need to stop putting one or two black people in your movies because times are different, and you're afraid People don't know black people overseas. That's why you don't want to put us in there. But I'm here to tell you it's not the case. What do you guys think? Is he right? You know, I was
3: amazed that, you know, years ago when that happened, because I remember that night at the Oscars, you know, um, Sidney Poitier, who was my idol. That's who I grew up one to emulate. Mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier was the man. I went, wow, he had such dignity and such authority. I looked at that and thought, well, maybe I can be an actor because of Poitier. Oh, he wow. was there that night. Of course, Halle Berry with Denzel one. So it just seemed like the doors just sprang wide open. Mm-hmm. And maybe this sounds naive. But it's just amazing how we sort of retrenched back into this trickle, if any, of, uh, of uh, African-American actors. It really, that was like a watershed moment. It felt like the doors were just broken down and now we're like in. But then it trickled back to what we have now, which is pretty, um, pretty sad.
2: Do you feel like do you do you often go to auditions or when you finally do get on a a series or get a role? Do you feel like okay, yeah, I'm the one brown dot that's allowed today.
3: I never allow myself to feel that way because I know I can bring something special to it. Because once you accepted that, then you've accepted you are the only minority one. I mean, you (laughs) might think that okay, they don't have a lot of blacks here, but I always go for Hmm. what does this character bring to this? How does he interact? You have to uplift the character because that's your job. Right. So I try not to get the negative or the obstacles. But what makes it really special? What makes him special to this show. Right. And if you can just think, keep your mind in that way, you'll always bring something special to whatever the scenes are. Mm. You, do you, you
2: do a good job of that, actually, as uh, Reverend Daniels yes. on True Blood. And that's what
3: I thought. I was thinking, <laughs> yes. you know, what a wild place. But I always thought, well, you know, these people need healing. They really do need spiritual healing. <laughs> so Reverend Daniels is the voice of, uh, of reason. He's a, sort of a bomb. And then mm. he comes into these vampires and werewolves and witches and all these people. These people like waking out. Mm. But all most of my scenes, and I'm so proud of this, are the ones that People just sat down and we had a conversation. I was just like trying to, you know, counsel them and lead them on a moral path. And that's, so I always thought that's what Reverend Daniels brings to True Blood. He's Mm. sort of the voice of reason, the voice of calm. He's sort of the godly one. So yeah, so you gotta find something as an actor. You gotta find what's special. If you are the only ink spot in the whole <laughs> show. Right. People, what makes that character necessary to that mm. show in those people's lives? And so I always start from a position of strength. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm casting something, position of they need me because they need me to do this.
2: Right. Right. That
3: helps I help. love it. Oh. That helps me. <laughs> always come from a position of no strength. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I see a, why people yeah. outraged this oh. year. I see why people are, right. uh, you know, we have enough teasers along the way where we thought we had broke the 12 Years of Slave, and that, a little yeah. pizza, so we mm-hmm. just had these teasers along the way that kept saying, you're uh, in, you're accepted, you're mm-hmm. in, you're accepted, and then one year comes by, it's like, what's next? What happened? Yeah. Right, they sent us all right. to the moon, to Mars? What <laughs> happened? So mm. people naturally, I understand, people just get like, well, what happened? We had such promise there. There was such right. stimulus there. Mm-hmm. Where did it all go? It's, right. You know, it's, it's rough. Because if I didn't see Poitier, and that really was at a time where you you didn't really, see yeah. <laughs> a black man that acted like Poitier. I'll never forget in the heat of the night when that man slapped him, that <laughs> southern man, <laughs> and he turned around and that, yeah. slapped him back. Right. I was through. Ooh, right. I, I saw through. that episode. Ooh. That's it. I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, right. my God. It's just, so, uh, th- those were the giants on the shoulders I stand. Right, Definitely, right, right. Sidney Poitier, Ozzy Davis, uh, Ruby D, those people came along at a time where you think now it's bad. I mean, then they had to play subservient or some kind of servant or something. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Um, okay. I see why I'm disappointed.
2: Right. And Greg, I'm going to have you move to your left a little bit, just so we can see your shining, beautiful face. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, talk yes. And so, of course, uh, we always talk about what's hot in music. So, Kiki, what's going on in these streets? Um, <laughs> <laughs> <He's straight. laughs> uh, Kendrick Lamar dropped a song Black or the Berry. It's basically about loving yourself in a society that degrades you. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of controversy um, over this song, but I love Kendrick and mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. he speaks the truth. Well, let's hear a, little little a lot of, of this. Yeah, let's hear it. You
1: like, like that. Kendrick? That's what I'm talking about. You hate me, don't you? You hate my people, your plan is to terminate my culture. You're fucking evil. I want you to recognize that I'm a proud monkey. You've to last my perception But can't take down
2: from it If this is more than confession I mean I might press the button Just so you know my discretion I'm guarding
3: my feelings like Yeah, the, but that's, he, he's, he's, he's that's keeping it real I mean, <laughs> pa- the passion is behind it right. Right. I, think right. I like that. Right. The passion is just like I'm going to tell it And you can hear it vocally You can just right. hear it, you know and
2: Everybody it, went crazy Whenever Ken J. Johnson Everybody goes crazy yeah. what you mean. Right, I and mean, you know We haven't had a lot of artists That ha- speak to something important yeah. and deep and talking about how people don't like you because of the color of your skin, that's heavy. And oh. then the end I, I listened to the whole entire song. Oh the God. end of it, he's he flips it and then he flips it on black people and he was like, yeah. look at yourself. You did this to you. Right. And I'm like, Yo. Oh. And yeah. That's heavy. He, he that's went heavy there. Song. He went there. He
3: did. No, he takes risks and that's what I gotta respect about him. Anyone like that. I mean they just don't right. give us the usual, okay, this is bad, this is good, but then to turn it, you know, flip the script and give it another way. Yeah. That takes that takes a kind of confidence Confidence in a kind of real life uh, risk. The,
2: right. When was the last time we had an artist that really did something like that?
3: Flip the script kind of thing. Like African American artist.
2: Yeah. Because I was trying to think about that, maybe like in the 80s or 70s. But I remember like when a,
3: Prince, I remember when he went to the Warner Brothers thing. I remember when uh, oh, yeah. that was kind of wild, when he thought, yeah. you know, he thought he was like slave, so he changed, he changed his name, right, and he this. wore that symbol. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of, for a major corporation like Warner Brothers music and right. records, for Prince to go, no, no, you guys treat me like I'm some, a slave. Mm. And he got loud with that, too. Yeah, he, did. I mean, he, he rode them with that. I know they must have been ducking for cover. <laughs> right, 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 right. So that was kind of a, a, a ballsy move to do. Sure mm-hmm.
2: And I on his name change I was like I can't say uh, the artist no. formerly no known
3: as Prince so much times say nobody <laughs> I <just> said the artist formerly known as Prince too, it's too long nobody. but I, I knew what was behind it in terms right. of the challenging fighting right. the powers that be his audience and, and, and you know these record companies the way they were trying to control what he wanted to do so I respect that I right, respect yeah, that right.
1: I just remember the guitar because I remember he had a guitar made of that symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the the nonpronounceable symbol. <laughs> he was in it. He was in. It. He had a lot yeah. of integrity. He had a lot wow. of like
3: Kendrick Lamar. He's a lot of integrity.
1: Well, speaking of some, an uh, actors that are um, anyone who. Has a voice and always has something to say is Kanye West. I know your 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 sixteen year old daughter would love this. Uh, Kanye West, um, hey Kennedy, by the way, shout out, shout out. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West um, just dropped out, debuted his new Yeezy 750 Boost shoes with Adidas. Um, this man right here always has something to say, man. And this guy, he's mad at Nike right now because right. Nike would not give him a, the deal. Uh, neither would Louis Vuitton, and now he's with Adidas. He's with Diddy. He's with Diddy. So these uh, are the shoes right here. I want to know what you think about these shoes. To Let me, me they look like slippers. Mixed <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a little of oh, okay. They're pretty dope. I mean, I in a way, this.
2: I would wear this
1: why would you wear those and where I would you wear
2: them I
1: like
3: them I would
2: wear them just casual you wear them yeah I think
3: those I would wear those I'd really? try them. I try them out oh, yeah. I wouldn't right. we'll look at them and go oh they're they're they
2: yeah, comfortable I've seen a lot of yeah. shapes
3: like these right, lately. Right. so it's really hollow. what is different about this shoe I try mm. it out and see how it conforms to my mm. soul and nothing. All it's nothing it's, it's Kanye's shoe <laughs> that's the only difference <laughs> well, I, well, he I don't says like that,
2: that picture though I don't these laces are ugly yeah I don't like that one I would wear the black one I don't like
3: that one these look like man uggs yeah this is is that is nice. nice, y'all. Come on, that's Swayne.
1: That's what I'm That's UGG. That's a, really nice. that's a, a man UGG. Well, it's a $350 uh, shoe. Oh, Ooh. yeah,
2: those are UGGs.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> so, with the product and the quality, he, Kanye feels like that's a, a wonderful price for his shoes. Now, no. they uh, will only be um, sold in New York Tomorrow on Valentine's Day, only nine thousand pair and certain selective shoes, and only oh, in yeah. NYC. And we can only get them February twenty eighth. Oh, a little, that's be sold school, out. A little East All Coast West Coast will, thing will going on. What's like, that? Yeah. I, think yeah. it's just, I mean, <laughs> <On this laughs> coast, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think it's a thing too where he wants to see how they're going to going to do right. coming okay. from Adidas. Yeah. yeah, you know, so because he did have a pair with Louis, right. Louis Vuitton as well, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But he he calls himself the Tupac product. Okay. He's about to be the only hip hop, you know, artist to. You know, be good in the fashion industry. So, why do
3: you think he chose New York? Well, just why do you think he wanted to break it open in New York first? No I'm like, curious They
2: go crazy in New York. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think for go. shoes. That's a that's yeah. a big fashion oh, of market. Course. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. a huge of fashion course. market in New York. And you
3: know what? Mm-hmm. People walk more in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. That's true. We, well, I didn't learn how to drive a car. So right. I was like the late teens because they took the train and the bus. Right. People mm-hmm. walk. I mean, they use shoe leather more. You mm-hmm. walk more. So just so the marketing makes sense. to Because out here, you're in a car. Right. Yeah. you
2: And New Yorkers are flashier too. The yeah. clothing, that you know, like, mm-hmm. it's a fashion market. So, well,
1: yeah, actually, yeah. he kicked off the um, this year's um, first day of New York Fashion Week. And with right. doing so he even gave out a pair, you mm-hmm. know, to a lot of different people. So you guys, I, I, I definitely I want you to see this. <laughs> I, I, get <laughs> I definitely want you guys to see this. Kim Kardashian actually posted a picture yeah. um, of <laughs> whose size was who. So basically what they're saying is you guys might want to try these shoes on before. Because if you notice, look at, like, say, for instance, uh, Jay-Z. I can't see what Megan hit right like. oh Jay Z you see the nine circle and then there's a ten Yeah, <laughs> that's Jay Z actual size the size ten oh. but they put nine because I think they're running a little bit bigger than okay. usual
3: uh-huh. I would like to
1: try this shoe I would exactly. yeah, shoe I want to try and see how comfortable it is right. I know Kennedy knows a lot about what's I'm going a little concerned
2: with this picture Who why picture? because why is Jay Z got a size nine or ten <laughs> foot he's like really tall <laughs> he's like six yeah, what? All, their, all their feet are small I'm like everybody's like, <laughs> Nobody <laughs> even hits well. Big s Big Sun. What are
1: you? I'm like <laughs> 12 and a half. That's oh, so I, hit
2: 12, I was like, everybody got I, I just <laughs> knew true. Jay-Z would at least have <laughs> had like
1: eleven or
3: twelve. 12. Exactly. Big they're shot all,
2: got an eight. I wear an eight yeah, in, in men's. We they're got the
3: they're same size. Small. As you're right, they're but keep, small. In, keep right. in mind, guys,
1: I'm I, I have an Adidas now, and Adidas they do run narrow and small sometimes. I put on the shoes. I have a Mutambo's right now, and they run narrow. Which sometimes. means we have to size. get a
2: bigger size, though, you right? So that's what I'm saying. So then these people, it should be a bigger size, not a smaller What I think is I
1: think it's a product mistake. I think it's a label mistake by marketing mistake, because
2: that's
1: what that's what she was saying at the bottom. I can't really read it, but it says, Yeezy put the me in charge of the fam distribution. It says right. the oh. first one is what? It's a size size too, too big.
2: big. Which so I
1: okay. think it's a yeah, part of yeah. mistake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. What does that mean? Now, What is Kim
3: say?
2: Kardashian must wow. be confused too because I don't think she got these I right, baby. Them I don't know. think she you know. got, think wow. you got they, these right. Look at that, that's cute, I can't I can't right, wear, right? I can't wear that. It's just too small. Right,
1: right, So right, those, right. those of you who are your shoe lovers and you don't mind throwing out a whole four hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, you know, go to New York. February. What is it? February fourteen tomorrow for the first time. Yeah, and then where you can get them online. In any other selective stores in other states, will be February twenty eighth. Okay.
2: Cortez, all the girls gonna be lined up buying those for their boyfriend that they only dated for like a month. <laughs> 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 okay. Three fifty for a sub. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm good with that. But <laughs> so what do you guys think about him saying that he's the Tupac of product? I was trying no, no, to. No, 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 no. I was trying to like. T- <laughs> yeah. I was trying. I was trying to think of Tupac and how what he was to hip hop and rap, no. and then think of him. As the person of fashion, I was like, hmm, maybe. Only thing I can come I, up with was the fact that he's a person that speaks his mind, which Tupac was. Yeah, right. I think that he's a person that because he was turned out by two great companies, Nike and Louis Vuitton, he feels yeah. that I'm going to make a statement. Wait that wait, wait hold on. About, he had
2: a shoe with Nike. What was his first shoe? Who, Who was his first shoe with?
1: Um, I can't remember, but it wasn't uh, Yeezy. It was. It was a different type of Yeezy. It wasn't in 750 Boost. It was just you no, know no. I'm type.
2: saying, but it was with Nike, right? Yeah,
1: he had a shoe it, with Nike and he had a shoe with Louis Vuitton. So it's
2: not that he didn't get the. He didn't have. What is it? He wanted. He wanted. To he wanted royalties. That's what royalty. it was. You ain't yeah. got and they went. Prince and Megan, you ain't got that. No, no. I was because I was like, wait a minute. Because I was like, who did he have a shoe with? Because I remember the red Yeezys. Because I was. I'm like way late on. I'm still want those. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody having it on? I lunch? You got some I'm on eBay thinking. for like that 100 of dollars. <laughs> I know <I> those <laughs> shoes are <laughs> old. I still
1: need Bible those. On eBay. Right. I'm I'm
3: right. Right. Are you a sneaker person though, Greg? I do. Right. I do. I'm. uh... Yeah, I'm in the gym a lot too. I okay. do a lot of cardiovascular at the gym. Right. So you can wear, right. gym, right. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear these to the gym? Though, right? No. Yeah, okay. We'll just, just buy them, just because of, you know, <laughs> uh, low impact stuff. I really need the kind okay. of you know, the the, right. right. the, uh, the, the 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 support. I need the support. Right. But no, I wear it's not just fashion, but I'm in the gym a lot. So right. that's, okay, okay, I need a. Real you're very fashionable, by the way. Thank I you. love yeah. this. This is from. Can I say who this is by? Yeah, yeah. Excellent store called Ron Thompson NT23 on North Los South Los Angeles Street. Downtown, and they're the stylists. I usually go to them when I have Ooh. interviews or parties or something like that, and they always fit me up with something. I go, nice.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so they pull this. Make sure in. you let them know to watch this, and that, so they can like guess my size. R <laughs> <laughs> okay. and T twenty three. Yeah, really sure. and tweet me, you guys, so I. Can- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would love to. They I would love okay.
3: to wear your stuff on this show, <laughs> and they've never gone wrong. <laughs> the first time I <laughs> <the> published <Pumpkin laughs> dragged dragon there, I thought, oh, I'm not going to like these clothes. What the? mm-hmm. And I walked in, was like, oh my god, these clothes, and everywhere yeah. I go, people are always complimenting the jacket, or the tie, or the shirt. When I have it, when I pull it from RNT three, so I got to give some love R&T3. to RNT three. RNT three. So Ron Thompson, I believe, okay. he's a designer. Nice, very nice. Boom! You got your uh, five thousand right. right. dollars. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right,
2: right. <laughs> All right, let's let's get it. Into your career, let's talk about you and what you have going on, Greg. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your early life.
3: So, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, I lived there for
2: a little bit. Oh, I you? loved Brooklyn. I, oh. love
3: Brooklyn. I am so glad I was born in New York, guys. I got to yeah. tell you, I, and I'm not saying no love to L.A. or Chicago, <laughs> big cities, which I do. I really adore San Francisco, but something about the energy in New right. York. I mean, I went to school in the Village, in Greenwich Village. Oh, nice! And wow, I mean, talk about just a just a hotbed of Cultural things going on, and it was so stimulating for a kid to mm-hmm. be in that kind of environment. So I'm really pleased I grew up in the area. <laughs> what, what part of
2: Brooklyn, by the way? Uh,
3: Bed Stuy. Bed Stuy. Ah, yes. Bed-Stuy. Is that all? Uh, Jamaicans? that? careful. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like Jamaican. Caribbean. Queens like more in Crown Heights.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: okay, Crown okay Heights. Yeah. No, you, you'll find it in Bed Stuy too. It is spread out. Mike Tyson. Hey, who, who else is
2: from Bed Stuy? Is Biggie from Bed Stuy? Yes. No. Or Jay Z.
3: Wait, it might be J.B. But somebody. also somebody. Um, <laughs> my boy Mike Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, my boy yeah, Mike. Y- I got all the rough people from Bed style. Let me let me <laughs> clutch you know, my purse, Greg. You been you know, nice you know? no, 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 to New
2: York? Yeah, my family, the but Asians, we- the, the Asian side. They all live with the Asians okay. in Flushing. Oh, for
3: sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but but was, growing up in New York was just the best thing for me. It was really? just so stimulating. That did was got me in the arts for sure. Mm-hmm. Being around, and then when I went, where I went to school in the Village, the Negro Ensemble Company. Oh, uh, okay. That was turned Ward. Wow, Robert Hooks, that was just blocks away from where I studied. So, you know, I could go to the NEC. They call it NEC for short. And that's where Soldier's Play came out of as well. With, okay. Uh, Denzel and Adolf Caesar. So there was just a lot going on that was just, oh wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. So, so it was easier for me to make the transition into the arts being around that kind of stimulus all the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I claim New York. I, I keep it real. I yeah. love New York and Brooklyn in particular. Yeah. Did you know you wanted to be an actor? I did, a... you know, I did young. I, I did. I was in grade school. I think we went to some sort of performance of, was it a Moliere? airplay or some uh, French farce. And mm. I looked at those people on the stage and thought, I, I was just flapping. I mean, I, I couldn't even breathe. Uh-huh. There was just something about being in costumes and the language they were using and I thought, wow, that's the most noble thing you could possibly do. My twisted little mind. There was uh-huh. just something about it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, it, I knew.
1: But was it theater?
3: It was theater, th- theater was my first exposure, yeah. Theater yeah. was definitely my first exposure. Yeah. Just like the a theater. lot of actors, like, oh, my yeah. God, I can go on and on. People I worked with in New York. In fact, I just directed uh, Essa patha merkerson in a, um, oh, awesome. a reading. She came out for a reading that I directed, and... Uh, Wow, I remember doing plays with her in New York as well. So really? A lot, oh, yeah, a lot of us got our start oh, mm-hmm. in New York theater. So that's, mm-hmm. that was our first exposure. Then we branched into film and television. Mm-hmm.
1: I got the answer from Megan before because she acts a lot more. <laughs> but um, I want to know how, because I started in theater. And I want to know how hard it was for you to go from theater to... You know, I
3: taking. had a lot of experience in theater, which helped. That helped a lot because I had done, before I jumped into film and television, I had a lot of experience. So I knew how I worked. I at least knew my instrument, right. what it was capable of, and I had a process of working. But uh, I, you know, I was lucky. Film and television—you know—they sort of. I got paid to learn how to, to how to do it. it no. In that, you know, because the camera is right there, right. unlike a theater where you really have to project and all that. But in it's cameras right there, it's right yeah. close up on so you have to learn to contain more. Right. Just how to contain. Keep it. You got to keep it sparking now. Right. If it's flat and dead. It's gonna, it's gonna read. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna read in your eyes. But so you have to keep the intensity going. But just you don't have to push it so much. You can contain your performance. So it took a little while to learn that. Mm -hmm. But again, I had so much experience that it it, it was a nice little shift that I had to do. But it wasn't like oh my god, I'll never be able to get this. It's Greek to me. I don't know. No, not at all. So okay.
2: What did your family say when you came to them? You're like, I want to do, I want to be. I love my
3: family. My family. My father's from the Caribbean. My mother was American. And yes, they did not my understand, where, Caribbean. are where from?
2: Tr- Trinidad. Oh, <laughs> Wait, where's your mom from?
3: My father's from Saint Vincent. Oh, Saint Vincent. Yes. It's about hundred miles from Barbados. I
2: know. It's all the way down. You're from
3: yes. Yes. Give me, me a little tra- Give me a little Caribbean. A little <laughs> <laughs> Come on, darling. No, no,
2: darling. Come on, darling. Gosh, right? You did it wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> course, I had a couple multicultural households, and that one was uh, West Indian. The other one was with um, American, but my parents they didn't understand what that whole thing was. Yeah. So, but they never said anything against it. Okay. I'll always give them the credit to this day. They they both gone on, but they were like I knew they wasn't comfortable because they wanted me to make a living and be, be a doctor, to. and this that was school. So oh, you know, yeah. this was the kid that had good grades. <laughs> yeah. and I could have been a lawyer or a doctor, but you know, they never said as disparaging word against it. They never said. No, we don't think she do that. No, we're going to cut you off. Right, <laughs> no, right. We got to be out your mind. Never. They were always, In fact, some of the shows they came down to see me, in when I was at school, God bless them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was some wild yeah. running around in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in those days, you know, we, we were doing experimenting with. But no, my parents were my rock. They were. Mm-hmm. They supported me in that, even though they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand how. Uh, how do you make a living doing this? So, <laughs> my father said, "So you have a job, you do the job." Then you have to find another job.
0: <laughs> that, that era okay. was
3: created to the grave. You know, right. You got to job oh. post office wherever and you, and you and stay, stay in that you job you reti- retire. Right. So, gets, so you're going to get the job and you work but then you gotta get another, another job one. after <laughs> that. Yeah. audition for it? so. You mean I did it? Wait, what? <laughs> and, and you keep doing that? Right. right. <laughs> so there some total of your years you keep doing yeah. that? That was so alien and foreign. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. God bless them, they knew that I was passionate about it. <laughs> that was my essence and they never did anything to, uh, to, to prevent me from doing it. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shout out to mom and dad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you guys, thank you. Do you
2: have any siblings in entertainment?
3: No. I had a brother who was uh, a musician, wonderful musician. He was a percussionist. I lost him about ten years ago. But he was watch out that diabetes, y'all. That diabetes in our culture is yeah. yeah, I have a lot of. Diabetes in my family. But My brother was amazing amazing uh, percussionist. He mm-hmm. played every and anything. What's it, what was his name? Abu. Abu Shabazz.
2: Abu Shabazz. Shout out to him. He sounds like a good musician. He sounds like a good musician. You can't be someone. a bad musician with a name like that,
3: <laughs> <laughs> honey. That's a you could throw down on the oh. or shekere or congas. He was absolutely amazing. So you have a very creative family, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I did have a creative family. That helped. But, you know, again, in New York, if you open yourself up to the arts, it's there. Right. It's there. It's, uh, you just hopefully, you, you latch onto the right people or situation that you can encourage you to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Who were some actors that inspired you growing up?
3: Well, Sidney Poitier, we just mentioned. Yeah. I just thought, here's this dark, deep black man mm-hmm. you know, on on camera with these literally white people, but again, the dignity he carried him, with the grace, the style, he was just... Debonair. Yes. Oh! Sidney Poitier. Yes. And there were others, of course, Robin Hooks, Ruby Dee, we talked about, yes. and even uh, Diane Carroll, who's still with yes. us. Mm-hmm. Diane Carroll. I Doing mean, those, good on white collar boots. And again, what they, <laughs> faced, what they faced in terms of what we're facing today, I mean, it could not have been worse for them, right. but they still managed to produce a body of work that they could be of and right. we can look at it and go, well, oh, you guys inspired me so much. I, I I just say I'm not worthy to you. And, and Poitier is still with us as well. Mm. So mm. those were so definitely the uh, shoulders on which I stood for sure. Right.
2: Right. So let's talk about your career right now. Uh, you star on HBO's True Blood, hit yes. show, yes. yes, as the Reverend Daniels. Which I was right. like, wait a minute, I was know. that there? name of the character beforehand. I know, I know. Like, how perfect no, is that?
3: They, they, you know, it's pretty, everyone asks me that. And Wait. I don't know. I don't know if the writers actually thought, oh, let's name Reverend Daniels, but... <laughs> <laughs> no it could not been when I auditioned for it because I wasn't even in town I was doing a play in New Jersey at the time Agent mm-hmm. contacted me saying True Blood I knew True Blood because of Alan Ball yeah. who did Six Feet Under I like, Alan Ball yeah. I'll audition for anything Alan Ball does <laughs> so I put myself on tape sent it back Wes said I'm not going to get this I mean, it's on tape for Christ's sake and a few weeks later they called and offered me the role but I don't know if they were thinking you know Daniel Reverend Daniel I think it was just a coincidence quite okay. frankly fun yeah. <laughs> yeah. show
2: what was the best part about being on the show?
3: Uh, One of the best things was working with Adina Porter. Okay. who was my wife who played Lady May the sort of the crazy one right. she's just I knew her from New York days and, uh, really yeah we did theater together way back when so and I remember seeing her on the show the first season I didn't come until season three going wow Adina, look she's got a great gig and she's wonderful and never knowing that I would wind up being her husband I had <laughs> no idea <laughs> so when we reunited again and and any scene I played with her was just magic because you could just look in her eyes the girlfriend was there uh-huh. she was so trusting and so present that she made my time on that show really 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 wonderful. And the other actors, too. I just had more to do with her because she was my wife. Right. But that was. And then the storylines. I mean, come on, y'all. Crazy. I mean, vampires popping in and out, yeah. and vampire and steaks and. Hey, <laughs> the devil. You know, <laughs> It was all up in the this devil. show. It was. You know, and I would go on set and look around at what they came up with, like the bar that we had. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is amazing. What a yeah. world to be in. So right. it was a stimulus for the eyes, for the mind, for the senses. Every day I was on uh, that stage. I would have loved to be on that right. stage because I grew up loving vampires. Oh, okay. I would have been like, <laughs> can I be a member? No. No.
2: <laughs> can I fly? Can I can I a really zombie fly? <laughs> so you have over 100 film credits, yeah. film and TV credits, yeah. including General Hospital, yeah. including, uh, what, Spider-Man 3, Seinfeld, Hitchcock.
3: enthusiasm I've done. Everything. Yeah, I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky. What's
2: been your most fun acting role? Oh, good.
3: When I was going God, there's that. so God, <laughs> there's been a lot of them. It really depends on the writing. I mean, wow I'm about to do one now actually there's an uh, independent film I'm going to Dallas to shoot in May don't know these people didn't know these people they sent me a script it's a tour about civil rights in the 50s mm-hmm. down in the country and I read this script and I was like oh I gotta play this role right. so you know it it depends on the, the material what mm-hmm. they send you and this I, know I shouldn't say the name yet because we haven't finished the contract <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a terrific, terrific, terrific script, and I can't wait. So everyone is sort of a, uh, can a treat you talk, for me. Can you talk about the character, though, that that's you're reading? It sort of starts off the film. He, uh, he watches his son uh, lynched. He oh, watches son son. So there's uh, yeah, they're obviously close families. They're talking with his grandmother and, and, and the mother and his uh, other son, and they keep wondering where he is, where he is, and then suddenly he he sees that his son has been lynched, and that sort of propels the film to open. But mm-hmm. But just... It's tough stuff, yes, uh, and yeah. it's it's really intense, wonderful. And, but the, but the movie itself is not a tragedy. It's not a, right. you know it's, right. it's really really funny. But, but just,
1: that catches your attention, yeah. right? Oh, it does you start and off
3: Yeah. I, just, oh I read that and went, oh, I'm doing this one. If there's any way these people want me, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. one because yeah. just the humanity, just seeing of a father mourning over his son, mm-hmm. the shock. So I said, yeah, I want to do this. So I'm going to be going to Dallas sometime oh, we, in May. Okay. Yeah, we'll be looking
2: out for that one. Do and I'm yes. just
3: about to. Do an episode of... I think I can say this. True Detective. Oh, nice. A couple of... What, two weeks from now? It's going to air in two weeks or are you going to no, shoot no, it? No, we're going to shoot in two weeks. Okay. Yeah, because they're back to season. Right, 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 right. So I right, uh, okay. was just guessing something on... Uh, on I okay. love that show. I don't know about you guys. What do you guys think of that show?
2: Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. It's not my favorite.
3: Really, that's no. no, a good show. It's I've a good show. The it. reason <laughs> why is because
2: I have too many <laughs> shows favorite. that I'm juggling, I so I had to like pick. Okay, maybe you'll get and, and
3: uh, Matthew McConaughey was on the first season. Right. They're not back now. Okay, but wow, who's on the show? It's a good show. Though. She
2: loved Matthew McConaughey.
3: I don't know. I know. <laughs> now the second season, mm-hmm. and those leads aren't there. I'm not sure who the cast is now. I need to go look it up. But but again, good material, so I'm about to shoot that. You do
2: a lot of stuff, including. Um, You're also an accomplished theater director. I am. I I
3: have a show going up next week. My theater company is called Lower Depth Theater Ensemble. Okay. And you can check them out at LowerDepthTheaterEnsemble.org Spell theater. T-H-E-A-T-R-E The real way. (laughs) The real
2: way. The correct way. way.
3: But we look for again, very talented minority artists and there's this young man who's in the Juilliard program, in fact the MFA program at Juilliard writing and he came up with this beautiful play called Don Trell Who Kissed the Kind of a coming-of-age story Mm. with this African-American boy. So we're producing it along with the Skylight Theater. Starts previews tomorrow night, and we open next week. Oh, trail, yes. who kissed the sea a Skylight Theater. So,
2: you're just, you're the director. Uh, I, I didn't
3: direct that We have a guest director okay. for Evan, but I usually direct the shows for our company. But do you star in it too? No, no way. See, oh, I, don't I, no, I, I don't know how people do that. I don't anybody's been, like, you know, direct Orson Welles right was finished right to, to be in it and direct it. Right. You know, such a different hat. Such a right. different head. So, no, I just, no, there are times when I like being. So at times I love being the actor because all I have to worry about is the role, mm-hmm. and then there are times I like being the director because rather than just the role, I'm thinking about the light sets, costumes, sound. You don't right. really think of the entire picture. So, but as soon as I do one, I'm like, oh, I can't get back. To, I can't wait to get back to directing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get back to acting. Right. <laughs> Depending on the what I'm doing at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, it's changing.
2: So do, I mean, it seems like you do so much. Which one of these is, if you had to pick, theater, oh, television, yeah do I got to don't do that theater television or film you only get one which one are you going to (laughs) pick
3: Wow, you're going to do that, huh? I am. Like i probably, I'm probably, I'm probably. I don't know. She's not I see the land at the, the gates. The heaven of the gates. <laughs> time, okay,
2: I'm only going
1: to
3: tell you one. Okay. Okay. Which one, Which one, Which one, Which one, She gray? Gray. counts the two. She don't count the <laughs> What about commercials and voiceovers? All right, <laughs> uh, right. I'm missing up now. What about commercials and voiceovers? <laughs> I mean, you want to
2: add that and make it harder on yourself. So
3: pick. You're more than welcome to. Wow, that's rough. I'm going to abstain. Because I love them all so much. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Thank
3: you for that. Uh,
2: yeah. That's good. Yeah, and so you, you talked to us about your family. Yes. You, you okay. have a wonderful Caribbean wife.
3: Yes, I and do. And your daughter. 16 year old. Kennedy coming becoming quite a dancer now. Okay. And, uh, Wow, they grow up fast. You guys will see one day when you have kids, they grow up fast. But, you know, we didn't want her particularly to have a career in the arts. Uh Because everyone says to us, oh, so, yeah, you're going to get her in the agency, right? You're going to get a sign. And we were like, no, get that. (laughs) Because we just know how hard it is, you know. Uh But you know, people... You don't choose a career in the arts for your children. They have to right. choose it themselves. My right. parents didn't choose me for being in the arts. That's something that's of the heart. Mm-hmm. Right. That's something that comes from, I've got to do this. There's nothing else I see myself doing in life. Mm-hmm. So if anything, we just sort of stood back to see if she had that passion, that fire. But uh, she seems to have that passion and that fire for dance. Were you Modern- still
2: like secretly hoping she was going to be a
3: doctor or a lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's mean, like your mom and dad. You that rejection I mean, Right, out. right. Who wants, who wants their child to go mm. through that kind of head trip right, all right. the time? But so, yeah, I did. An accountant. And it's funny because my friends were going to be like, oh, you guys have got to be kidding. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you guys must have been delusional. Right. right? You know, you thought she was going to be an accountant. With, was, uh, two artists' parents, right? <laughs> right? Right. She's been on film sets before. She's been She's traveled with us before. She goes to the theater all the time. Right. Yeah, she really was going to be a taxidermist, Greg. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. So, wow. But yeah, we have. But, but, you know, it's, it's a pleasure in seeing her finding what she wants to do with her life.
2: Mm. How do you balance family and career?
3: Very carefully. Because, actually, my family is the most important thing. I actually had an offer to go back east to do a role around Christmas. And they wanted me to start at a certain time. And I couldn't because we had a vacation plan. Mm-hmm. And they are like, no, no, no. you got to come do this role now. And so I passed. I mm-hmm. went, nope. And even my agent we'll said, you know what? We really respect the fact that you want for your family. You right. said, and I, it's... Listen, this thing can happen often on any day. I could, mm-hmm. but the family, I mean, that's my rock. That's my foundation. So, yeah. no, I'm not going to do anything against the family. So, See, that's uh, good advice. And kind of what did I do? Even the way I choose roles is that would my daughter be proud of me if she saw me do this role? Aww. Right. <laughs> oh Right. i listen to you.
2: You said the bad girl. So that no naked roles is what you're saying. <laughs> Greg,
3: Greg's not going to do no naked. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be proud of me? Is that something she can see? Because you know she's right. going to live with that legacy. Exactly. Because all the stuff you saw that I do, oh, people come up to me all the time, oh, we saw you on Star Trek. Oh, we saw that episode mm-hmm. you did. I mean, it stays with you. It yeah. stays. So. Now, can she come to me proudly and say, Dad, they saw you on this? Or, and if it doesn't, then it's not worth my doing. It's right. no w- I don't mind a difficult role. I don't mm-hmm. mind something that's you know not all sweet and maybe the dark side of things. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm mm-hmm. saying something that is cheap and unnecessary. And no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to myself. And I, I wanted to be proud of me.
2: Right. I don't know your daughter's watching. It's like thank you, Dad. Thank you
3: <laughs> so much. Yeah. But with Kennedy having two parents in the
1: industry, um, was your wife always in the industry when you first met her? She started out as a
3: dancer and wow. segued into being. Wow. She took her degree. Her undergrad, undergrad degree is and dance ah. from Brooklyn College.
0: See,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, really? so I'm guessing y'all met in Brooklyn. No, we met out here. Really? Wow, because it's such a small world of you know black artists in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kept hearing her name. I was like, ah, uh, Greg. Uh. So finally, I moved out here and I met her. I said, oh, you're the one that uh, they're always talking about. But mm. it's kind of strange that we were both in Brooklyn, grew <laughs> up there, but we never met. Both uh-huh. in the arts never met each other until we got out here. Wow. Oh, oh,
2: so did you meet her at an audition?
3: No. <laughs> okay, I know right. That's my usual spot. I, right. I know that's my usual spot. <laughs> Actually, it was a book signing. It was a signing of a book. Oh. Signing I a book signing. I, met, I saw her sitting there going, ah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. That's, that's
2: what, what,
3: I, what I need to do. I need to go to a book signing <laughs> <need to laughs> I need to read <laughs> more. Guy, I need If <laughs> <laughs> there's 50 shades of gray, then you go, I don't know who's going to be attracted to that Be a careful, is all I'm saying. Oh,
2: right, right,
3: right. exactly <laughs> 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 Like you see chains and a whip you might want to, you might want to Right.
1: Yeah. But you play so many roles, my man. Like, what role right now would you want to play, play
3: in 2015 that's like, that's what I want to do? Even if you had to come up with the own role yourself. You know, there's a South African writer called Athol Fugard. He's had a long career. And he used to write about black South Africans during apartheid. Okay. And there's this play he created called Master Harold and the Boys. And so far I've done it three times. And every, at every age I do it, I find out more. It, it's, he's like a surrogate, this one character is a surrogate father to the, uh, to a white boy who's growing up there. What a beautiful story. And because I, I do it I always seem to get a production like four or five years apart, but I keep going back to doing that because there's something about the humanity in that role that teaches me about myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what, so any role that really teaches, pulls out a part of me and they go, oh, so yeah, oh, something about you being a father. There's something in there about that, Greg. Or something about you helping a young man, something about that. Those are the roles that I naturally gravitate towards. So I would do that play again, Master Harold and the boys, just because it teaches me something about myself every, and then people, always come up and go, I don't care if they're white or whatever. Oh, that's just like my family. Oh, that mm-hmm. was just like, and that's mm-hmm. the thing about the arts, you know. Right. It doesn't have to be about a specific ethnic group or a cultural group, but in material like that, people see themselves, their families. Yeah. And can't tell you how many folks I would come up and go, oh, yeah, that was really like, you know, my father when I was a kid, he was that kind of cold and remote. It always, I'd never see Because so you can things. relate
1: to it, but I, it's so funny you yeah. said that because so many other actors that I've asked that question to, they say, I want to challenge role, something that challenges me. That challenges them. Challenges them. Yeah. So, would you do like a superhero, <laughs> a oh, superhero
3: or something like that? Because you know the trick with that is to find the humanity in the superhero. Right. Don't play okay. them as a cartoon. Mm. Play them as well. You know what does Superman want? Well, he really wants to be normal. He really wants a home. Okay. I mean, you know and he lost his parents. That's they true. sent him off. To, uh, they, so he's really trying to fit in. Yeah. So at the even at the core of every superhero, there's some need or some longing they want. I so am- you don't go to the powers that they have. That's a given. Like I'll, I'll show a True Blood. It really wasn't about vampires. It's about love between these two people who were from different sides of the track. She was human, he was a vampire. So Mm -hmm. how do we get together and have some sort of relationship? So with Mm -hmm. superheroes, you got to find, well, what is it that they really, in their essence, need and want? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I definitely would do one. Absolutely. And and try and find the humanity, because that's what people have got. Yeah, all the effects are nice and flying and (laughs) cutting. But in the end, you're left with, that's why I love that trio of Batman movies that What's-His-Face did, uh... Which oh, one? The the, 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 trilogy that just.
2: Oh, um, Christopher Nolan? Uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, just, I was like huh? I mean, that, yeah, was yeah. kind of, that, that was the kind of Batman I grew up with that Batman oh, I grew up with, yeah, with yeah. this yeah. invincible kind of you know right. crime fighter. this guy was so flawed and had so yeah, many so many issues so many scars that and that's what I think people relate to, not right. just uh, the effects of fun, but it's the it's, it's humanness that you really go, "Oh yeah, he lost his parents. he's an orphan he just wants yeah. some, he just wants to be he wants parents again is what the guys running around trying to do. <laughs> you know so yeah. yeah, I would I would definitely do nice. uh, superhero. So what about, are
1: you, let's go into just yourself, right? Let's let's keep out your oh, publicist, yeah. your manager. Oh. <laughs> let's go to self. Is there something that you, within, that you just say, I want to write this show. I want to make a show. I want to
3: do this show. You know, I, I always find historical stuff. Okay. Like, like right now, I'm working on a show called The Whipping Man, which is mm-hmm. at a Pasadena playhouse. Okay. It's about the Civil War. It's about the this Jewish family, because they were Jews, of course, in the Civil War, who um, had these slaves. And they were black, and they raised them to be Jewish. So any kind of historical Ah. drama for me that sheds light on America, again, it's... So, yeah, I I tend to really like period pieces. I I would write probably a period piece, whether it's the 50s, whether it's the uh, Civil War, just like uh, Selma. Mm -hmm. Something about period... Because, you know, Americans are always kind of afraid to claim where we come from. (laughs) Like all the other cultures around the world, they they're really connected with their past americans were always doing something new mm-hmm. you know we got get rid of the old and get with the new but there's something about finding who we are in the past so mm. i would write a historical drama probably <laughs> you know pushkin the great russian poet he was half black Really? Yeah, he was. Obama. That? I'm yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Pushkin, Pushkin. So again, I, you know, that to me is like, whoa, right. what is that all about? Mm. So something like that, I would love to sort of like. So who's this Pushkin? Who was a Russian and black and white? And wrote this amazing literature. And, I would love to see that too. I'd like yeah. to like explore something. Speaking like of that. Selma, um, what did you think about Selma? Oh, I love that movie. It's really? just it's. Well, you know, it's closer to me than it is to you guys. In that, yeah. you know, I, course, was in, yeah. I was I yeah. was during the civil rights movement it was very. Yeah. As soon as you say civil rights movement, oh, I see people marching. I remember marching. Oh, I wow. remember the hate showing your age. I remember. <laughs> I know, but I, I got to claim this. I got to keep. this Yeah, from the yeah, yeah, I got to get this. Yeah. Yeah. That was the time. I mean, we were the ones that was pushing for black studies, and I'll never forget. You know when we picketed because we wanted black studies in colleges because everything they had was seemed to be white. I mean that really touches home. uh mm-hmm. Movies about the civil rights era because that's definitely I'm a result I'm a result of people like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Maker Evers and Malcolm X uh, the opportunities I've had and being able to afford those for my, my, my children is because of the civil rights movement so that that's why I was just blown away by them
1: I love the fact that Carmen said that in in, the, in one of his interviews when Selma was, was coming out he said that um he loved this movie because it was, you know, when you think of Martin Luther King, everyone thought about only "I Have a Dream," right? And it almost showed Martin Luther King as a real person, Absolutely. as a human being, yeah. And not just an was, icon of the right. 20th exactly, century, it was right. very imperative that we saw that. So I, I did like that as well, right?
3: Because you know, you respect an icon, but you don't really love an icon. So mm-hmm. it's nice that we got to see the man who was vulnerable and 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 right. yeah, and had questions and doubts because it makes him that much closer to who you are. Mm-hmm. But the civil rights movement is something that uh, wow. That always touches my heart anytime I see a movie like that because I remember what we did. People were on. People put themselves on the line, y'all. Mm-hmm. How many years mm-hmm. have you been in the industry? Four, 35 to 40? 35, Man. 40 years. Yes, 35 to 40 years. What advice would you give to people right now? About that industry, be the best you can. I mean, know your know your craft. I mean, really study your craft. Don't just get out here and think you can get in front of a camera or get on a stage and just do it. Really know your craft. So when that opportunity comes, you know, you you're invested. You got the you got the goods. Mm-hmm. So many people just thought it's easy to do. All I right. can do this, and but. It's hard That's to right. do. People make it look easy to do. Right. Try being in front of a camera 12 hours worth a day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and there's like a six-hour break in between, wow. but still have to come to the set and bring it. So really know your craft. Study. Go see things. Do what you've got to do. And the other thing I would say is believe in yourself because mm-hmm. no one's uh, the best advocate for you like you are. I don't care if agents publish it. No one advocates for you like you. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have this core of belief in yourself. Like, wow. this is what I want to do. I'm going to be successful at it. That's it. Don't let anyone shake that or mess with that for you. No one.
2: Say that.
3: Put that. it. You heard it from Greg said,
1: Go ahead and rewind it again. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but where can we find you um,
3: on social media, Greg? I have a fa- uh, Facebook fan page, of course. Okay. Uh, True Blood. Mm-hmm. and at Real Greg Daniel is the Twitter page mm-hmm. on the Twitter I'm probably saying it wrong but at Real Greg Daniel G D A N I E L. no S people no S no, no S, S no S, no S-, S. S- now West E-E-N-Y West right? S- 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 where
2: can we find you Kiki Kiki Ayers
1: K-I-K-I-A-Y-E-R-S Kiki? Kiki unfollow me y'all I want you to go to her DM and then <laughs> Somehow she unfollowed me and then she followed me back today. She thought I didn't see it. I
2: <laughs> Wait, you got that app that shows like all I the analytics? Do you crazy. Understood. Where can we find you, Cortez? You
1: can find me on all social media as well. Oh, I pulled something off my lip and it hurt. Oh.
2: <laughs> Your lip is dry, honey. We're going to get you some Carmex. So <laughs> she
1: did <I'm- laughs>
0: not it to you
2: right now. You for God. Did, God. Did. <laughs> you did. You did well, that anyway. for yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can find me on. You guys can find me on all social media, man. As Cortez G West, uh, as I always state before, I do not believe in fans. I believe in supporters. Support us. We support you. I love you guys. I love the comments you guys give and. We just love you, man. All the yes. social media, Cortez G. West. Megan, what can we find you, love?
2: Her As her yes. always. Oh, yes. oh yes. And she was in with uh, <laughs> Dr. Dre. <and laughs> oh, Dr. At, me? That is, no, that's so funny. A lot of people were like, hold on. Was that you that I saw oh, on the yeah. Straight out of Compton Girl, trailer? And I was like.
1: She uh, said like oh. <laughs> <laughs> this.
2: That's, <laughs> that's me you can find me Megan <laughs> Thomas on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Meg Scoop like Scoop of Ice Cream and don't forget to follow Black Hollywood Live on Black, at BlackHollywoodLive.com Most also go to YouTube yes. forward slash Black Hollywood Live subscribe because we have 15 amazing shows that are just as good as next if not better so make sure you hit us no, up I don't know about I that. that's a lie I say hey, we good we good here we, that's, that's good how night. we do it she's just uh, trying to be a, she's trying to do her job right now that's sorry, how we then. do it. Black Hollywood Live <laughs> So until next week. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah.
1: Happy Valentine's
2: if Day. All sisters and sisters and cousins, happy Valentine's
1: Day. If I can say that for Valentine's, bye, yes. Humbug.
3: i yes.
2: Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Bye, y'all. See you next week.
0: From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Christen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online, and I'm your BHL announcer Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Bring so the goods. Hollywood, Hollywood. ready Read <laughs> The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.